सात बजकर चार मिनट रेडियो जिंदगी इलेवन सेवेंटी सुन रहे हैं आप और आपको पता है ट्यूसडे का दिन है और जैसे ही घड़ी में सात बजते हैं वी स्टार पावर हाउस टो हेयर सात से आठ बजे तक मैं दूंगी आपके साथ आपकी ड्राइव पर आपका दूंगी साथ नाम है आरजी स्वाति और आप सबके लिए लेके आए हैं शो जिसका नाम है कैंडिड कॉन्वर्सेशन विद रेनू डिलन तो आप नाम से पहचाने गए होंगे द शो इज ब्रॉट यू बाई जीनियस किड्स और अगर आपके पास कोई भी चाइल्ड केयर नीड है छोटे बड़े बहुत छोटे बहुत बड़े ऐसे कोई भी चाइल्ड केयर नीड है तो ऑल यू टू डू इज चेक आउट www.geniuskidsonline और इनके 37 सेंटर्स हैं सो यू हैव नो एक्सक्यूज आपके पास भी एक सेंटर होगा सो डू चेक देम आउट एंड गिव अस अ शाउट आउट एंड यू डू सो वी हैव विद अस द सीईओ एंड फाउंडर ऑफ रेनू डिलन द नेम दैट नीड्स नो इंट्रोडक्शन हेलो एंड वेलकम व्हाट्स अप Happy Tuesday. Happy been waiting for this day. Who's waiting? <laughs> <laughs> so this is a show jab this particular seg episode bahut din se hum wait kar rahe hain and tell us why. Well because it's just such this controversial topic that ladies normally get in the corner of parties and talk about but then as soon as we sit in the car in front of our husbands we don't want to <laughs> Well, very few, yeah, right? Very yeah, few yeah. talk about it. So I'm thrilled to be talking about this. But before we begin, I wanted to give a special shout out today, July 16th. Happy birthday to my brother! Oh, happy birthday, Who brother! Who behaves like a mother-in-law, but that's okay. <laughs> and also, uh, Ranjini and uh, Anita for opening their uh, 38th center in San Ramon today. Oh, so I have to change my introduction now. You have 38 centers across the area. And our very first daycare in San Ramon, which we've been waiting for since 2011. Wow! So we finally built one, and It's open today, so special shout out on that. So back to our topic. Congratulations to you. everyone involved. And we say we just jumped the gun and we didn't tell people. Ki pehle bataiye when you told people on Facebook about this topic, <laughs> what was the reaction? I've never had as many responses. <laughs> it was amazing. Online and offline. Online and offline, uh, people loved it. And since then, I've actually been having. You know, uh, we're looking forward to the show, and even today, I can't wait for the show. But the interesting thing was when I put this out there. Uh, I think 130 messages. messages most of them were in my inbox and a few on you know on the wall, on the mm-hmm. wall. and the wall there were only three positive experiences with the mother in law okay. and uh, one said my mother in law is okay but i want to talk about my issues with my <laughs> sister in law i said that's another show in itself <laughs> but um, the rest were all in my inbox Right. And when I got this uh, message from this one particular person who's here today, I said, "You know what? This is the lady I want to have on my show." <laughs> But out of respect, we're going to keep her anonymous because I know her very well, and I knew that if anything, if anyone's going to be candid and honest, it would be her. So we're going to no Facebook Live today. We're oh, keep for a reason. Yeah. Out of respect, you know, husband, family, whatever. But for all those who you will recognize her voice, she's a very distinctive <laughs> voice. You're all going to know, and her laugh. And for the purpose of the show, she requests us that we call her Khalisi, and I think that. So cool! Okay, I'm going to be calling you Kalisi. So Fantastic. hello and welcome, Kalisi. So welcome, Kalisi. Thank welcome you, thank you. For those of you Game of Thrones fans, now Absolutely. you'll know why I'm, I'm Kalisi. <laughs> <laughs> They right. actually call me Kalisi at home. <laughs> They do. Yeah. I won't tell you what I get called at home. <laughs> But you know, the reason why I picked this topic is seriously and honestly, I'm not saying the mother-in-laws are bad or terrible. I'm a mother-in-law myself. But I think it's uh, all if you watch all the. Uh, soap operas, mm-hmm. all the shows, right? They always revolve around this terrible mother-in-law. And I grew up watching Indian movies with Lalita Pawar being the <laughs> worst mother-in-law possible, right? But you know, bless my luck, I ended up with three of them. You know, people get one in a lifetime. I got three. And how was your experience? Were you like one of those three people? Uh, my experience, I they get better. Each one needs a Nobel Prize. Oh wow! My mother knows, but no comment on that one. God bless two of them. They've gone to Babaji, and I hope they're parting over there. But um, 
I wanted to bring up this topic because there are a lot of stories, especially within our communities, huge topic amongst Indians. So wanted to bring on somebody else who can share their views and experiences, whether it's negative, because there are different types of mother-in-law. Some sure. are wicked, evil, beat the crap out of you, all kinds of stuff, right? right. So I wanted to hear the version from someone else. So Khaleesi, Khaleesi yeah. tell us your experience and why you wanted to be on the show. What is it that you wanted to share and what made you send me that message on Facebook? Um... Yeah, that's actually a really good question. And what was really interesting for me was when I first got married, I thought it was going to be this romantic experience. You grow up and your parents tell you that you're going to get married and your in-laws are going to be your new parents. They're just your caretakers. And I expected that once I got married that my mother-in-law and my father-in-law and my in-laws would embrace me as their own daughter because that's what they call you. Oh, mm-hmm. now you're like a daughter to me, blah, 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 blah. So that's in all the ceremonies that they do, right? Those pre-wedding yeah. ceremonies, right? Yeah. yeah. And then immediately I realized um, after <coughs> I got married that there were only three things that were really important to my parents and or my in-laws, and that was their three children. Beyond that, they really didn't care about anybody else in the family. And you were a second-class citizen beyond their three children. Give us examples. Well, um, for example, my uh, if it, there, <laughs> there was really one distinct uh, I'll share with you. Both of my in-laws came to stay and stay with us. And when both of my husband and I had gone to work, my mother-in-law was really nice uh, at that point. Which I came home and she had already cooked dinner. But what was the really crappy aspect of it was that I came home and she's still cooking in a huge pile of dishes that had to be cleaned. So I also come home from a full day of work. My husband comes home from a full day of work. He's sitting on the table and he served dinner. I sat on the table. I got my dinner. And afterwards, I got up to help clean up. My husband is still sitting on the table. And I, and I told my husband at that point, I'm like, can you please bring your plate here? First of all, I'm like upset that I even have to clean the dishes. So let's just start with that. Undomesticated as I am, and I'm already tired, I'm exhausted, and the last thing I want to do is come home to a pile of dishes and clean up after all of us. But that was okay. I felt a little obligated to do that. And so I asked my husband once, I said, can you please bring the dishes over? I'm doing the damn dishes. So he just kind of sat there, and I said it again. And then my mother-in-law turned around, and she goes, why are you asking him? He's so tired. And I said, well, so am I. And she says, well, he was raised to be a Raja in his home. I said, oh, really? Mm -hmm. So how can you say that for him and you can't say that to me? And then she says, oh, no, he works harder. And that's when I realized that she was a little off (laughs) in her understanding of what we as women go through. Just because I go to work and he goes to work and he's a man does not mean that necessarily his work is harder than my work. Now, do you think uh, this is possible because maybe you were raised here? Do you think that's, have you seen that? Maybe you were raised in, he was raised back home, and that's why that distinction? Or do you, do you see it also happening um, over here? No, no, definitely there is a part of that because my older sister-in-law, uh, she also grew up uh, in, in here in the western side, and she extremely organized. So she was like, tuck, tuck, tuck. she was one of those super women that always cooked and cleaned and made everything on the weekends mm-hmm. and had everything prepared come Monday through Friday. Then everything was organized for mm-hmm. lunches and dinners and, you know, none of that. And unbeknownst to me that I was not like that. I had no problem going to work. 
and working for as many hours as I needed to, but I just did not want to come home and be that domestic manager. Mm-hmm. That right. was not what I wanted to do. That I just felt like that was wrong for me to own that as partners in our relationship. And when you met your husband, is this something you ever shared with him? Was it an arranged marriage? No, 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 no. Absolutely not no. arranged. For those of you yeah. who know me, <laughs> arranged marriages, but yeah. out of the question. So was that something you told him, that I want to work and I'm really not cut out for this stuff? No, no, no. He knew that. I mean, uh, later in our years, one of the things that we both realized in order to save our marriage, we had to have inside help. So we absolutely <laughs> made sure that we hired a wife right. for me. Right. And that actually saved our marriage because that was a part of the things like I mentioned domestication is not my forte. Right. That is just not who I am. So going back to that uh, dishes example, what was your husband's reaction? Uh, he was tired. He couldn't give two hoots. <laughs> that right. was his mom. And then the interesting part is, is that mm-hmm. even when, you know, because you as women, will, then you go back into your bedroom and you're like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, during this entire time I'm doing the dishes, I'm fuming, right? Like my blood is boiling yeah, from my yeah, toes yeah, to yeah. my head and I'm getting more and more angry at my mother-in-law. And just by the mere comment, but I was really, really upset with him. Because he did not stand up for you. He should have actually said... Well, I don't think that it's the fact that he didn't stand up for me. I just was really upset. But we would have never gotten to this scenario mm-hmm. had he just More been participating. Exactly. Like, yeah. get up. Move. Get up. You finish dinner. Yeah. Put it in the sink. It's that simple. I didn't ask you to come and help me do the dishes. I didn't say dry mm-hmm. the dishes. I just said, do your fair share. Like, get up and put them in the, in the dishwasher. Pick up after yourself. That is what really upset me the most. Do you think it happens when they see their parents around that they start acting differently? Like, you always would pick up your plate after the, after yourself, but the moment mom's here, then I become the Raja Peter. I think so. I think many, uh, I can only speak for Indian men, but oh my, uh, the, my observations have been uh-huh. of that. But um, I have noticed that a big change in behavior when their mothers are visit, visiting. They, they don't know what to say to her. They feel torn. They feel guilty. I don't know what it is. Right. And uh, I go through that even now. I hope you're listening, Baldy. <laughs> but um, I go <laughs> through that even now where, you know, he'll say, well, you know, she's an old lady. Why do you have to say anything to her? But the question is, it's not that. When my mom comes and if she says something wrong, I talk to my mom. I Say, Can I tell you that's very yeah. interesting because that's the exact yeah. same thing I said. Yeah. And throughout our marriage, one of the things, and you know, you always are challenged with any relationship, whether it's a husband and wife, mm-hmm. whether it's your girlfriend, whether it's your sister, whether it's your parents, any relationship in general, <coughs> you are always going to be challenged and you're going to have issues. But what I've realized is with the mother-in-law, for some, for whatever reason. That relationship issue never can be bounded again. Once it's severed, Once it's severed. Yeah. Whereas with your girlfriend, if you have an issue, both of you will, will talk it out. And you'll be like, you did this, you did this, and I didn't like this, and I didn't Yell like that. Yell at each other and walk yeah. away. Exactly. And then you're done. But what happens is, is that with a mother-in-law relationship, the mother-in-law is not willing to budge. Yeah. It is her way or the highway. And she, she never believes that she's ever done anything wrong because in her mind... She's probably done whatever she's done for her son because that's the most important thing in her mind. I mean, I've known many of girlfriends where, um, <laughs> another instance, where my mother-in-law one time was making rotis. Rare mm-hmm. moment, but she made rotis. So we were all sitting down for dinner, and the first person that she gave the roti to was my husband. Mm-hmm, of course. And, yeah, of course. So then I just waited, and my husband gave me half. And then she got upset. And she's like, why did you give her half? I'm making the next one for her. Why do you have to make it a priority for her? I, I was like, what? What's wrong with that? What was that all about? So 
Do you think it's uh, mother knows are jealous and they start competing for attention? Um, there is some aspect of that, but I also believe that they are part of the problem in how men behave and how they think that mm-hmm. they're superior than women are. She did not like the fact that he actually shared his roti with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I think that's what hurt. Or prioritize his wife. Yeah. yeah, and even prioritize his wife. And in and, and, and the other situations, is like even if I go and I talk to my husband and I'll say, oh, well, your mother said this or your mother did mm-hmm. that, he would never say a word to his mother. Yeah. Never. Yeah. So that's exactly what I was saying. They struggle with going and correcting their mom. They'll say, okay, let it go. You've done it with me, but, you know, poor, let I'm gonna it go. Share, she didn't mean it. Or I'm going to share a funny story with you ladies, with my mother-in-law. And this is, now remember, this this is my first apartment. I'm mm-hmm. newly married. I'm a year into this marriage, and we have, like, no money. Both of us are working, and I very humbly decorate my apartment. And my mother-in-law comes to visit, and then one of my husband's cousins comes to visit, and she gave us this beautiful um, anniversary clock. And it's mm-hmm. a glass dome, and it had these little balls. I'm sure you remember they used to mm-hmm. yeah. round around. Yeah. And it was broken. So, whatever. It, it didn't work. The clock was given broken. Yeah, it didn't work. The that's another show dead. in itself yeah. of getting broken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's another topic of, of when do you give away bad gifts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've gotten plenty of them. Yeah. But in this scenario, um, so I didn't care how valuable this item was, but she picked it up and she put it on top of our TV. And I'm like, this clock doesn't work. Like, I picked it up one day and I folded it back and I put it into mm-hmm. the cabinet. You know, like where we just put it away yeah. into a closet. I go to work, I come home the next day, I it's look out. at the TV, and the clock is there. Promptly, <laughs> clock is not there. I, I literally was beside myself. I'm like, are you kidding me? This clock, I, really? This actually happened? She went into this closet looking for it, and then she put it back knowing that I put, I, it, away. I put it away. And then what do I do? I pick it up, I fold it, I put it away. The third <laughs> time, this, now it comes out again. Now I'm pissed. So I took that clock and I actually threw it away. Threw it away. I, I threw the damn thing away. And then I call my husband and I'm like, I'm sorry. You need to tell your mother. She said how many homes that she's decorated. Mm-hmm. This is my first home. Right. Why is she not sensitive to the fact that let me decorate my home the way I want? So, you know, it's funny you say that. That's one of the biggest things that I hear even at my school when, you know, I can always tell when kids come in, you know, and they'll, I'll be like, we always ask them anything exciting at home and they'll be like, mom was crying or, you know, dad oh, stepped on no. the couch. <laughs> dad stepped on the couch. Wow. Because daddy is coming to visit and mom didn't know daddy was coming. <laughs> That's a big one. But you hear this when the moms come and talk about that is the thing about how mother-in-laws love to come in and take over the house, decorate, move the kitchen around. You know, think that you don't have enough masalas. So Look, these little things, don't you think, cause huge fights? Well, these tiny little things? Yeah, no, no. 100% they cause fights. They've caused lots of fights with a lot of my girlfriends and what I've always told them. If my mother-in-law wants to come and manage the kitchen, go for it. I really couldn't care less. Yeah. But that's me. But then you have these obsessive women that this is their only pride and joy is the food that they make and how they maintain their household. And the kitchen becomes, I don't know why it's so freaking important to so many women. Right. I say, let it go. Yeah. Who cares? If she wants, but what I don't appreciate is I don't appreciate if they're moving your silverware, yeah. move it into another moving drawer. It, yeah. There has to be some respect for somebody else's home. And at the end of the day, it is... Oh, it, it, <laughs> one time we got into it. She said, well, this is my son's home. And I'm like, oh, really? Mm. So I was like, going to get to that. Yeah. 
should I show you the lease of the apartment? Because the lease of the apartment shows my name. Your husband doesn't have credit. It's all in my name. I don't think that this is, this apartment is your husband. Yeah, your so that's a very apartment. common thing that you hear. This is mera putta da kare. They forget yeah. that it's actually the home, and especially here. And then, I mean, here you're working, but for women that are not working, oh, they've had it. Yeah, they've had it. The fact that there's the fact that they're raising kids doesn't matter, according to the because has, son is working really yeah, hard. Son is working really hard. Some raising kids is very easy. Uh, both easy. Yeah. yeah. So but it becomes my betika gar. You think it's coming from the rhetoric that you uh, you know started with that you know kisi. And then the thing that now you are part of another family and then now she's queen bee where like, okay, you're just another second class citizen who's coming to my household. So you have to adjust to my ways and it's my way or the highway. Yeah. You think uh, that's the underlying sentiment? Because well, how can they all be the same? Because what happens, I think it's a cultural thing in India. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, their mother-in-laws were not as nice to them and it's just trickle-down effect that mm. it's just like when you're a parent you end up being a mother like your mother was to you like right. all of a sudden as you mm. grow up and you say these words and you're like one day wake up and you're like crap i've turned into my mother yep. right but very similarly when you become a mother-in-law you're probably like oh crap i've turned into my mother-in-law however if you're a smart human and you realize that there's something that's wrong mm-hmm. in the way that you've been treated that's the beauty of of us having whether you're educated or uneducated, I think education has nothing to do with this. Oh, yeah. But if you are of mind, you know, sound mind, sound mind you can break that trend as women. Absolutely. And then you can actually go ahead and have respect. But what's beautiful nowadays is one of my friends um, became a mother-in-law and then her, uh, her son married this gory girl and she came back and she goes, oh my God, I got to be so nice to my daughter-in-law. And I said, well, I thought she was nice anyway. She goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> if I'm not nice to her, I can't see my grandkids. And yeah. part of so me that's was, a very common one. I've heard of that one too. Part yeah. of me was like doing cartwheels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you not be nice to her? Yeah. Do you understand? The right. fact that she even thought of that, yeah. that I have to be nice, nice to, her to her so I can see my, see my grandkids. Yeah. Is 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 now it, it's rolling in my head to say, okay, but why were you not nice to her to begin with? Now, do you think this trend happens only with mums that have ik bit ik beta? No, no, no. Do you no, think no. it's even when they've had three betas in the house? No. right? No. I think it. Uh, honestly, I told you, I think it's it's a cultural thing that's been trickled down, and I also think that I feel sorry for the men, but man, the men are weak. If the men don't know how to balance their household. Mm-hmm then that's where the women is going to be unhappy. So how did you survive? You've been married for so many years. Um, sound what mind. Was, uh, sound <laughs> mind. So what, what's your secret to success? For all the women out there that are listening and thinking, I'm and struggling with the mother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. And they wish the ice raid could be for the mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, that's actually a really good question. And I'm glad that you asked that question because I think people need to understand that I have to be the master of my destiny. I refuse to allow my mother-in-law's words and my mother-in-law's actions spoil my day or my mood. Absolutely. The minute I allowed her to do that, then she won. She has won. Right. And so yeah. I have to allow her shenanigans be her shenanigans, and I have to allow my happiness to be mine. And I think th- I don't think she ever understood that. But I ended up having a really nice relationship with my mother-in-law closer in the end, only because the day that I realized that 
Remember, I started this conversation that I grew up and, you know, your in-laws were going to be your mm-hmm. parents. They mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're only now yeah, your caretakers. Yeah. Blah 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 bullshit. Um, <laughs> there it is. Beep. And then <laughs> <laughs> so I realized at that point in time that they were my husband's parents, and because they're my husband's parents, I will treat them with respect the way I was raised. Right. And I'm not going to be mean or maniacal or fall into whatever shenanigans that she wants to throw my way or play with me. I'm not going to fall in with a response when she says something that's really not nice. And I'm not going to allow her to allow me to become a demon. Because it's very easy for me to become a demon. And let me tell you, it takes a lot of resilience and it's a lot of practice. Don't give up. Because that practice of you... And remember... Master of your destiny. The day you can become the master of your destiny, then nothing and nobody will have the. And I think that applies to everything, that. not just mother-in-law. That applies exactly. to your friendship, everything that you exactly. do. Exactly. Are, are either of you mother-in-laws hmm? to boys? Like, um, do you have sons? Do either of you have sons? No, no. I got two daughters. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so now the question yeah. is: that If but you had sons, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of mother-in-laws would you do? You think? So, you know, I I know from myself, mm-hmm. Khaleesi has not become a mother-in-law Khaleesi is taking a break because Khaleesi is just, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm a mother-in-law. I'm good. Um, and you know your personality. Mm. So I think it's very, you should, the first thing I think is you need to accept who you are and you should know your flaws. Right. So I know I can be a pretty dominating, bossy little character. That's my nature, right? Sure. And I've also grown up uh, with going through a divorce. So I'm very anti, I'm not the, you know, I don't believe marriage is a necessity in life. That's my attitude, which is quite unusual for yeah, yeah, it is. Right. And but I also believe you're you're master of your own destiny. I definitely believe in that. I definitely think you should give your kids space and um you know if they come to you and they want advice, give it. But at the end of it, it should be their own decision. When I go to their house, it's I always believe you can't whether it's son-in-law or daughter, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's their home. You know, let them do what and they want. And they're adults anyway, they're adults. right? They want to pick the wall. You say that only because you're a mother of daughters. So, so there do you is, think if I've been a hundred percent? I have a lot of friends who are mothers of sons, and I can tell you that um, they are turning into their mother-in-laws. Really? I, I, and it saddens me that even in this day and age, that. that I see that coming. So, but do you think maybe as moms, as daughters, we tend to be a little bit more sensitive to the relationship? And I, I don't know what is it, what this is, but um, I have one friend that mentioned this when our kids were really small and she's the mother of a son and a daughter. And the son was born first, the daughter was born second, about two, three years after the son. And the daughter, uh, as she was a toddler, was a little bit of a bully mm-hmm. to, the, to her older brother. And at first she used to get really upset, you know, at her daughter because not only she's protective about her son, but the fact that, you know, the son is just like, for lack of better words, I don't think he was a wuss, but he was just like a little more complacent and let mm-hmm. the sister do what he wanted. And then she had this revelation and she says, you know what, why am I trying to change his personality? Mm-hmm. Because if his personality is innately to give, right. then I know that he will give to his wife and at yeah. the end of the day, if he gives into his wife, he's going to be happy. As a mother, isn't that the ultimate that I want for my child? And I was like, wow. But then the that's perce- perception like, is, wow. you're listening to your wife, that means to, mo- to ask me because no, I'm No, 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 no. But then I think that this woman is an anomaly. That's my yeah. point, yeah. right? My point is, is that this woman is an anomaly. Mm-hmm. And then the problem with, I think that the, I'll say it now, but I think the problem today is women who raise these boys, you have to understand our history. 
When we grew up, Renu, our parents were wonderful because they emancipated all of their daughters, right? Mm -hmm. They educated us. Mm -hmm. They made us independent. They allowed us to do whatever we wanted that a man could do, right? Like we were given the freedom to do so many things in our lives. But what I think our parents failed to do, they've emancipated their daughters, but they've not domesticated their sons. Sons. And what I mean by domesticating their sons is that in today's world, both of us can go be working. And I gave that for first example. My husband and I were both working, right? And now in today's world, if we both work and the husband comes home and the wife comes home and she's managing the kids, she's managing the kitchen and she's cooking and cleaning and picking up, doing homework, blah, 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 blah. The husband is sitting and watching Monday Night Football. At some point, <laughs> she's, and then she's going to say, can you take out the trash? Yeah. Right. Could you yeah. help? Could you, like, today is Monday, the trash is picked up on Tuesday, and then she's pissed that she even has to tell him that. Yeah. Because now she's come home from an eight-hour job or however long she works and she's managing the house. Mm-hmm. Right. And then now she has to tell him what to do. And then domesticating their sons is where they're not allowing them to be emotionally attached to their wife's feelings. Right. Absolutely. So, Renu, we will have to buy, we bring have back to bring you. Back. She speaks so well. I'm like, I can listen to her all day. <laughs> Thank you, my anonymous friend. Felici. <laughs> all right. I don't know about you guys. I'm raising a son, and I'm not going to ah, be my mother anymore. I'm going to ask you in 25 years. <laughs> Yes, all let's right, do that. Yeah, all right, definitely. so we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much, Khaleesi, for yeah, being here. And thank you for no, being so yeah. candid. Thank you were you. listening to Candid Conversations. This show comes to you every Tuesday, 7 to 7.30. You are listening to Candid Conversations with Ajay Swati. See you on the other side.